And I'm Sean Corcoran, and this is the local news roundup on The Point on WCAI. We're going to turn away from the national news for just a little bit to concentrate on the local news. And let me welcome my in-studio guest, Cindy McCormick from the Cape Cod Times. Hello, Cindy. Good morning. Thanks for joining me here. And uh, we'll also be joined by Sarah Brown of the Martha's Vineyard Gazette, Tim Wood of the Cape Cod Chronicle, Josh Balling of the Nantucket Inquirer and Mirror, Jim Deruda of the New Bedford Standard Times, Ann Wood of the Provincetown Banner, and Nelson Siegelman. That's right. Well, thank goodness there is reporting, so we do know what's going on uh, locally with the nuclear power plant. Uh, It's not a partisan issue. It's just what are the facts amounting to now? Let's move on, though. Let's talk about a group on Cape Cod who's doing what it can to stop the electrical utility from using... Let's see, different chemicals, uh, herbicides. To spray herbicides under the power transmission lines in the Cape Towns. And this is uh, a a citizen's environmental group in several Cape Towns say they'll take the state to court if it approves Eversource's plan to spray herbicides under power transmission lines. Now, the State Department of Agricultural Resources is expected to decide any day whether the electrical utility can spray along these power lines. That would be this late summer and early fall. Once once a decision is made, if it is the decision to allow the spraying, then opponents will have 21 days to request a hearing before the Massachusetts Pesticide Board. Mm-hmm. So far, Brewster, East Ham, and Orleans have agreed to request a hearing if the spraying is okayed, and Chatham and Dennis also have expressed interest. Now, Laura Kelly, who's the director of Protect Our Cape Aquifer, is one of the people who's spearheading this effort. She says that officials in the 15 Barnesville County towns historically have opposed Eversource spraying along these rights of way. This is interesting because I don't remember seeing this before, where in advance of what is usually just kind of a, a stamped, approved, go ahead with your plan to uh, to spray underneath the power lines, um, there these people are getting together to try to get a pool of money so that they'll be able to actually appeal when that opportunity comes up. Town officials have sent letters to the state. They've taken other actions to let them know that these are their feelings, and that has been to no avail. So the towns are now taking this step, and they're working with Protect Our Cape Aquifer to do that. And there are three towns, uh, Brewster, East and Orleans, have agreed to set aside $15,000 to help pay for this legal effort. And uh, it'll be in the discussion stages with Chatham and Dennis. And so Laura Kelly is hoping to get this pool of money, $60,000, for this effort. And yet, like you said, they are planning well in advance. They're just kind of like setting their ducks up in a row right, right now. And then um, a t- an attorney from Orleans, um, let's see, uh, he's the agreed. attorney. Right. That he's, yeah, he's a Bruce Taub. He's agreed to serve as general counsel. He'll represent all the towns during this process. And he's saying he's going to cap his payment at $36,000 no matter how long it takes. And so Kelly says they'll use the rest of the money to pay for the filing fees and the experts. Right, so they'd have experts ready to go to talk about this. Now, speaking of experts, people, uh, the utility uh, has its own experts, and they say, look, this is a five-year plan. Mm -hmm. The goal is to encourage uh, lower-growing foliage and plants and such. And so we're only four years into it. You can't stop now. We need the five-year plan. Right, right. And the plan costs where workers were wearing backpacks to spray a product containing Glyphosate, which is sold in stores as Roundup, on targeted leaves, stumps, and bark. And Eversource's 
argument is that, you know, it's an integrated vegetation management plan. It's safe and it's subject to strict state oversight as well as unannounced inspections. And this will keep the growth down and they won't have to do as much spring in future years. That's part of the argument right. is that this will eliminate the need for heavy duty, you know, just drop from the air spring. But, uh, but environmental groups in the Cape are, are dispute them. They say that, you know, we have a sole source aquifer here on the Cape. It's it's delicate. It's fragile. And these chemicals can get into the groundwater. And it's just too dangerous that they should That's not right. be taking this route. That sole source aquifer is really the crux of it. It's it's this basically pool of fresh water that sits beneath the Cape is where we draw our wells and, all, and our fresh water from. And if it's polluted, uh, environmentalists say it can be polluted by these by these chemicals. Right, right. It's hard to go back once it's polluted. The state, however, is saying these are safe, and that's why they're approved. typically, over the years, have been approving them going forward. Yeah. We'll see what happens this time. And also, the um, the Protect Our Cape Aquifer, uh, Laura Kelly of Protect Our Cape Aquifer, is saying that they don't need every town involved in this legal suit. She says she actually wants to keep it to a handful of towns because, I mean, this legal process, um, not a suit, but a legal process, she said because it would just be too cumbersome and involve too much legwork to involve all the towns. So if they work with a core group, that's That'll we'll, we'll get their point across. It doesn't sound like they had uh, too much trouble fundraising that um, that legal fund. Let's go to Sarah Brown of the Martha's Vineyard Gazette, who's joining us from the Gazette newsroom this morning. Hello, Sarah. 